Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSB, and across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the Braves were entering Wednesday night with the series tied against the Rangers 1-1. to A absolutely dominant victory in Game 1 on Monday night, 12 to nothing, and then a rather disappointing night on Tuesday. Uh, on Tuesday night, uh, a lot of the, um, you know, issues, if you want to call them that, a lot of the struggles that the Braves had run into over their past week of play kind of came together on Tuesday night, and it resulted in a loss. Well, Wednesday night, uh, we were set to enjoy one of the better pitching matchups that we've seen so far this season's season as Braves fans, when it was Spencer Strider of the Braves going against Nathan Eovaldi, of the Rangers. And early on, it certainly looked like it was going to be a pitching matchup until Andy Rosario connected for a two-run home run to make the score two to nothing. But then, much as we had seen on Tuesday, Spencer Strider ran into a bit of trouble, giving up three runs to the Rangers. Eventually, the Braves would find themselves, as the game progressed, they would find themselves down five to three. Though Ronald Acuna Jr. hit his fourth home run in his many games, his fourth straight home run. The only disappointing thing about this home run, it wasn't 430-plus feet ending that streak. The Braves eventually did find themselves down 5-3. to three. But at that point, Atlanta once again reminded everybody why they are the best team in the National League. Some timely hitting. Ozzie Albies made the score 5-4. to four. Austin Riley made the score 5-5 to five with a, 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 a RBI double. And then in the top of the ninth, Orlando Arcia delivered a, a, a solo home run to make the score 6-5, to five, and the Braves were able to get the win as Rysel Iglesias came in and got the job done. So a very convincing victory. This is, this is, it is a 6-5 to five game. And I understand that, you know, basically being a fourth of the way through the season for the Braves, it's really hard to call, you know, especially with them being 27-16, and 16, it's really hard to call this a needed win. But this absolutely was a needed win. For the Braves, had they lost, they would have gone into the off day before a long homestand, losing six out of their last seven. And, you know, overall, again, 
being where the Braves are record-wise, that's not necessarily that concerning or disappointing, but it definitely would have been relevant. It definitely would have pointed out some concerns as far as this team goes. But being able to get a come-from-behind victory before a needed off day on Thursday and before the Braves have a very long-needed homestand, it, it, that's get you a bit of boost, get you a bit of momentum. And so that's why it was huge for the Braves to figure out a way to win not only the game last night, but the series on the road against a quality team in the Rangers. And how they did it also mattered, right? The first thing that stands out is the fact that once the Braves went down 5-3, to A.J. Minter came into the game, gave up a sacrifice fly to Corey Seager. But after that, A.J. Minter, Nick Anderson, and Rysele Glacius shut the door on the Rangers. And what has been a rare occurrence as of late what many would consider the back end of the Braves' bullpen, what many would consider at the playoffs started today, the main three pitchers that the Braves would go to in late-game situations to secure victories, they look like the back end of a bullpen for a contender last night. Two and third, two and two-thirds innings, zero earned runs. They got the job done. They shut the door on the Rangers so that the Braves could have the opportunity to come back and get the win. And that is a huge boost of momentum for a Braves bullpen that has been struggling mightily as of late. But also, Spencer Strider, he looked very good to start the game, but once again ran into a bit of issues. You know, Spencer Strider has looked dominant at times this year. And entering the game, he had an ERA under three. But we've seen a few times this year where Strider, as he started going through the order the second time through, he's run into a bit of trouble. But you have to give credit to Strider. He's not let it get out of hand. He's not let it get past, okay, they had a successful inning, but then Strider was able to, able to settle down, limit the damage to three, maybe four runs on occasion. But the key is keeping his team within striking distance, and that's exactly what he did last night in a game where both he and Eovaldi didn't necessarily necessarily had their best stuff. Strider figured it out to where he was able to get it done to where he kept the game close for the Braves to eventually get the win. And of course, the other big key in last night's game was the fact that there were many different contributors on offense to the Braves being able to come from behind to get the victory. You know, we've seen it happen before. We've seen the Braves be able to earn come from behind victories before. But what made last night stand out, you got contributions from Eddie Rosario, Ozzie Albies, Orlando Arcia, Austin Riley, and Ronald Acuna Jr. You had five different players contribute one or more RBIs. And that is what's and what stands out about that is that when you have there being many different sources of run producers in a game, it makes it easier for you to be able to come back instead of it being only one or two players who are really locked in providing you your offense for the game. Because if you've got many different contributors instead of just one or two, it makes it more likely that any part of your lineup at any time can contribute a big hit. And that's exactly what the Braves got last night. They got it from the top of the order in Ronald Acuna Jr., middle of the order in Austin Riley and Eddie Rosario, bottom of the order in Orlando Arcia. So when we talk about the importance of the Braves getting as many hitters locked in at once, that allows for the offense to be its most resourceful because that means that any hitter at any time at any point in the lineup can get a big hit, and that allows for you to get quality wins against good opponents like the Rangers. So perhaps not as dominant 
or convincing as Monday night. But this game may be even more meaningful with how the Braves were able to get the job done. But make no mistake about it. As many fun things that are going on with the Braves right now when it comes to their offense, seeing the bullpen have a good game, anytime it gets to watch anytime that we get to watch Spencer Strider, as Spencer Strider mentioned himself, perhaps the best thing right now for the Braves is night in and night out, seeing the best player in baseball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply deliver. So as the Braves enter an off day on Thursday, I know I say it a lot, but I need an off day on Thursday. They, again, they could not have ended it in a better way than how they were able to get the victory on Wednesday night. And sure, from this road trip, there are, there are still concerns. There's some concerns that the Braves are trying to figure out. They're 2-5 and five over their past seven games. One of the tougher stretches that this team has experienced this season. But overall, they're 27-16. and 16. They have a five-game lead in the National League East and the second-best record in the National League. So the concerns that this team has are relevant. You know, despite you know the success of the bullpen, for instance, on Wednesday night, they're trying to find some consistency. The Braves are still trying to figure out how they're going to um, uh, piece together two parts of the rotation as time goes on. So there still are some concerns, still some you know areas of improvement that the Braves are trying to find consistency in. But again. There may be some reinforcements coming, you know, the Braves' way. And there was a positive, you know, reminder of that on Wednesday. As I had mentioned, you know, on Wednesday's edition of the Daily Hammer, Michael Soroka took the mound in Memphis against the Redbirds for the Stripers on Wednesday. And he put together one of his more impressive starts of the year so far for the Stripers. Soroka had struggled a few times over the past few weeks, so if this could be the beginning of a stretch of consistency for Michael Soroka, he could finally emerge as a potential option for a Braves rotation spot. And then, of course, tomorrow night, Friday, A.J. smith Shaver will make his first AAA appearance for the Stripers. If he were to put together a good stretch of success, he could be an option at the major league level. So there are some things that are happening in the minors that could allow for the Braves to find options that they could either put in the bullpen or the rotation that could offer more consistency. And you have to feel confident that that consistency will be found in the near future for both the rotation and the bullpen. Not to say either one of those parts of the Braves will emerge as one of the best in baseball, but if they can at least have above-average production from the starting rotation and the bullpen, that will really be a big boost to help them continue to win at an impressive fashion. But without a doubt, the most exciting, impressive, and just eye-opening aspect of this Braves team right now is their MVP frontrunner in Ronald Acuna Jr. And that, I don't think, is a stretch by any imagination to say with confidence. Without a doubt, Ronald Acuna Jr. is the front runner for the National League MVP right now because of the fact that 43 games into the season, we're more than a fourth of the way through the season, the amount of offensive categories 
that Ronald Acuna Jr. is leading at least the National League in, it's becoming quite impressive. Right now, Ronald Acuna Jr. leads the National League in runs with 40, hits with 58, stolen bases with 18, slugging percentage, he has the best in the National League at 613, the best OPS at 1,050, and the most total bases with 103. When you see a hitter leading their respective league in that many categories, that leaves zero doubt, in my opinion, that they currently are the best hitter in their respective league. And right now, for Ronald Acuna Jr., he's the best hitter in baseball. Now, if you want to argue that he's the best player in baseball, I think an argument can be made. But it seems like every year, even last year, when Aaron Judge was having an historic power season at the plate. There was a legitimate argument. Is it him or Shohei Otani that's the best player in baseball? You are always going to have Shohei Otani in that conversation. That's how special of an athlete and a baseball player Shohei Otani is. But at the very least, when it comes to at the plate, it's hard to argue there's a better player in baseball right now than Ronald Acuna Jr. And the other thing that stands out about Ronald Acuna is, again, the different aspects of offense. He's hitting on all cylinders. In terms of just an all-around dominant performance to start a season, when it comes to every aspect of offense that a baseball player can provide, we're starting to see Ronald Acuna Jr. put together a stretch that we have not seen in recent baseball history. What I mean by that is this. Through 43 games in a single season, here are the players that have at least... 15 stolen bases, 40 runs, 20 extra base hits. They have they have an OPS of 1050 or higher and they have at least 25 runs batted in. Again, the categories here, 40 runs, 20 extra base hits, 15 stolen bases, 1050 or better OPS and 25 runs batted in. There have been only 3 players since 1901 that have that have met those thresholds within the first 43 games of a single season for their team. Their names are Ty Cobb in 1911, George Sisler in 1922, both historic Hall of Famers, and Ronald Acuna Jr. in 2023. In other words, in terms of a across-the-board offensive performance. Ronald Acuna Jr. right now is doing something we have not seen a player do in more than 100 years. Now, this is a very specific stat, so you know, put whatever relevance you want on it. But the point of mentioning it is to show just how dominant Ronald Acuna Jr. is being across the board. With his recent power surge, he clearly has a 40-40 season in his focus, perhaps even he could get to 50-50. That may be a stretch, but a 40-40 season is very much a reality right now for Ronald Acuna Jr. But the point that I want to make is, is that in terms of us being a fourth of the way through the season and Ronald Acuna Jr. impacting the game in so many different ways that he is, that he is offensively, we have not seen that level of impacting the game in so many different levels offensively in quite a while. And that just goes to show that's just one more point of proof of how special it is, how amazing it is to see Ronald Acuna Jr. perform at the level that he is right now offensively. And it's so much fun when you're a Braves fan to see him doing what he's doing. But 
with Ronald Acuna Jr. being as special as he is, there are some more encouraging signs, again, that this Braves offense is starting to settle in to the consistency that we saw earlier in the season. Obviously, perhaps their best offensive performance of the year on Monday. Last night, again, many different uh, parts of the lineup contributing to a victory, which made it easier for the Braves to be able to get a come-from-behind victory. But a couple of things that stand out. Number one, when Orlando Arcia and Ozzie Albies are playing in the same game, oh, the Braves arguably have one of the most offensively productive middle infields right now in baseball. That's how special Orlando Arcia has been when he's played this year. That talks to the production that Ozzie Albies has provided over the past month. So that is a really, really encouraging, you know, sign for the Braves. You know, when we talk about the Braves offense, it's the layers at how deep they are when it comes to their lineup. And, you know, as much as we talked about Orlando Arcia being the surprise starter at the shortstop position for the Braves entering this season. He has absolutely been another example of, of Alex Anthopoulos looking like a genius, genius when it comes to knowing his roster. But perhaps, again, the most encouraging sign of things is Alex, is, excuse me, Austin Riley putting together a successful series at the plate. On Monday, he hit a two-run home run, but three of the balls off of his bat on Monday were over 100 miles per hour in the air. Last night, a multi-hit game, including the game-tying uh, missile that was a, a RBI double late in the game. So Austin Riley is starting to deliver, and he's starting to deliver in late-game situations. He's starting to hit the ball with more authority, and he's starting to do it game after game. That is a huge, huge boost for this lineup, and hopefully it'll continue for Austin Riley. So the Braves will enjoy their off day, and the good thing about this off day is that it's in front of the Braves having a 10-game homestand against the Mariners, the Dodgers, and the Phillies. Definitely a lot of quality competition, but the Braves are likely going to enjoy ending May at home after, you know, what has been a bit of struggle over the past week, but they were able to end it with a great victory on Wednesday night. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. You can find all the great podcast content at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSB, and across all forms of social media and free on all podcast platforms. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.